The Reserve Bank's aggressive interest rate hiking strategy appears to be over, though rates look like staying high until there's that firm evidence that inflation has tamed. That's the prediction from the OECD, which is now tipping that if all goes to plan, interest rates will be cut from late next year. The good news from the Paris-based economic think tank comes after the pace of inflation slowed more than expected last month taking further pressure off the RBA to keep hiking. Let's get more on this now. We're joined by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, good morning. Why is the OECD so confident that the Reserve Bank's rate hikes have peaked? Well, good morning, Tom. The OECD's global economic outlook is pretty optimistic that inflation around the world is slowing. And as you mentioned, we saw evidence of that in Australia yesterday. Uh, Inflation down, but still pretty high at 4.9%. It will get back to normal, according to the OECD and most advanced economies by late 2025. Although the OECD's Secretary General, Matthias Cormann, the former Australian finance minister, warns that inflation could turn out being a bit more persistent than expected. But in the case of Australia, Mr Cormann thinks the Reserve Bank's cash rate has peaked at 4.35%. That's after 13 hikes since May last year. But will probably stay there until inflation gets back into the Reserve Bank's uh, 2 to 3% target band. Uh, there's a Reserve Bank board meeting next Tuesday for December, but the chances of a pre-Christmas rate hike are only looking about 5%. Uh, the OECD, uh, d- though, does think that there could be interest rate cuts of three quarters of a percentage point or 75 basis points from late next year. This is on the basis of those 13 interest rate hikes working. Australia's economy slowing from 1.9% to 1.4% next year and the jobless rate rising to around about 4.5% by mid-2025 from the current 3.7%. So Matthias Cormann also cautiously confident that with inflation brought under control and rate rises switching to rate cuts, a global recession can now be avoided. Our current projections are consistent with a soft landing scenario. Indeed, in most economies, we have inflation coming down and converging on central bank targets by the end of 2025. And we are projecting that recessions uh, will be avoided uh, almost everywhere and, and increases in unemployment from current levels are relatively modest. Having said that, you know, while we see an improvement when it comes to the prospects of a, a soft landing, there is still some way to go and, and there is risks are still very much tilted uh, to the downside. OECD Secretary-General, of course, former Finance Minister, Minister of Australia, Matthias Cormann, there speaking in Paris overnight. Peter Ryan's still with us. Peter, there's good news on the inflation front then, but how concerned is the OECD about the Albanese government's commitment to major economic reform? Well, uh, Tom, just going through the OECD's recommendations, they see two big challenges for the Albanese government, both potentially politically toxic. One is reducing superannuation tax breaks. Legislation's about to be introduced into federal parliament, but also raising the goods and services tax or the GST. That's raising the level and broadening the base. This is to raise revenue to fund the ageing population, but also the climate transition. Treasurer Jim Chalmers isn't buying into those um, uh, recommendations, but he does say uh, that the economic agenda aligns with key economic uh, OECD recommendations. So 
all about a responsible budget, the resilient economy and providing responsible cost of living relief that doesn't add to inflation. And that's one of the big challenges of our time. Speaking of the budget, the mid-year economic update or MAIFO as it's called is approaching, what can we expect there? Well, uh, Jim Chalmers is saying that MyEFO, the mid-year economic update, will be out the week after next. Deloitte Access Economics has been crunching the numbers in its budget monitor. They see a surplus of $2.4 billion for 2023-2024. Jim Chalmers isn't really uh, confirming that either way, but that compares with forecasts that we had back in the May budget of a deficit of almost $14 billion, so quite a big turnaround. But Deloitte Access Economics is seeing deficits um, after that for some time. Now, Treasury coffers have been underwritten by rivers of gold from commodities exports. And while that, of course, is good news, Deloitte Access Economics partner Stephen Smith worries this might be as good as it gets. And despite the rosy budget predictions, Australians are no longer getting ahead because there's no political appetite for real economic reform. The Australian economy is in a relatively precarious position at the moment. The economy does continue to grow, but is heavily reliant on population growth, whereas economic activity per person is going backwards. And there's a real sense that Australians are not getting ahead. But while the economy is in a, in a precarious position, the federal budget is in one of the strongest positions we've seen since the Howard Costello years. That's right. All that money coming in from the, the royalties and the taxes on those uh, commodities exports, but it's not really showing up in society where people really are feeling the heat. Paradoxically, perhaps, Peter, one of the things that is really hurting for households at the moment is inflation, but that's exactly what's very good for the budget. So more inflation in the economy means generally you know, more spending overall, a larger economy, um, more dollars flowing around, that means more tax for the government. And then, as you say, commodity prices being higher than what was assumed in the budget uh, is also helping uh, with company tax collections. So the budget's looking good and there's a surplus, but we're seeing deficits further down the track. Is that because that reliance on commodities just won't sustain? That's our view, yes. And so we, in our forecast releasing uh, today, we, we do see a surplus for the current financial year again, 2023-24. Uh, but you know, the government's fiscal strategy seems to be to try to hold the line on spending and, and bank those additional upside uh, surprises, if you like, in revenue that it's been seeing. The problem with that is we may not always get upside surprises in revenue, and there are some pretty big spending challenges coming down the track. And so we still do see over the medium to long term a very difficult structural deficit problem with the budget. Delete Access Economics partner Stephen Smith there. Peter Ryan, speaking of money, you've got some more evidence that the cashless society is continuing to take a toll. Tom, that's right. The percentage of cash payments has plunged from 62% in 2010 to just 13% in 2021. The slide's continuing and this lower demand is causing problems. For example, the cash transport firm Armaguard is seeing its profits fall and its viabilities under threat. And that means that the banks now have made an application to the ACCC so they can meet to sort out this cash delivery problem and uh, the the ACCC needs to give them approval so that they can work together so people can get cash and so that's an increasingly uh, big issue when those companies that make money out of delivering cash aren't making enough cash yeah. and that's causing a lot of problems. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, thank you very much Peter Ryan, our senior business correspondent joining me there in the studio.